Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 59. Thanks for taking some time out and sitting down with us. I know the world's a little bit of a different place right now, but uh, let's uh, have fun on this episode. But first off, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have merch, drops, news, that kind of stuff, videos, everything. Also, make sure to check out the full episode description on your iTunes player or whatever player you choose for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, the world's a little bit of a different place right now because of this coronavirus thing. And um, surfing is going to slowly be shut down as far as I could tell. Beaches will be starting to get shut down. Everything's starting to get a little bit more quieter. There's a big level of uncertainty. I don't want to talk too much about it necessarily because I think as content providers, and that's what we are at the end of the day, it's our responsibility in a time like this to produce as much content to keep people engaged, especially since they're going to be home. And I'm going to take it upon myself, and I've talked to some other content producers and people out there with surf brands like Sean Tully from Innocence and some other people, and I think we're all going to jointly start putting out more and more stuff. I think now's the time. Now's the time to keep our culture engaged, especially if we're not going to be able to get to the water or that's going to be minimized a lot. You know, uh, I think this is what we can do. This is what we can do to strengthen our community. This is what we could do to keep our minds off of it, keep our minds engaged. So to that effect, I'll be putting out uh, more consistent episodes of the podcast, but I'm also dropping some other forms of content, including a project that will be a Instagram live thing that was supposed to be part of the project but worm and i will be doing on wednesdays and there'll be an announcement made about that probably on instagram or by the time this has been published but i really just wanted to devote this episode into a segue into what our culture is going to be like over the next couple of months and supply you guys with enough content to keep you engaged and happy so that's what that's about But let's get into what this episode is about. This episode, we were lucky to sit down with my homeboy, Trent Phillips from Jacksonville. Trent is a ripper from Jacksonville, Florida. Probably one of the nicest and best guys I ever met. I have to be honest and I wear my emotions on my sleeve. When Trent and I met in person finally after speaking, you know, on Instagram like everybody else does in this world uh, for years, it was just like, we just hit it off. He's such an amazing person, amazing amazing surfer, someone I think that does not get enough credit. So I was lucky enough to sit down with him and interview him. I will also preface this by saying that my laptop battery was dying out when we were doing this interview. So I had to speed it up and that's why it's a little bit on the short side, uh, but I hope you guys dig it. We're also going to be talking about uh, things that you could be doing indoors uh, while we're doing the social distancing thing to uh, stop the spread or at least slow down the spread of the coronavirus. So I'm going to mention a couple of things and also uh, have some links for that. And lastly, I have a bunch of short takes. The first short take is this video that our homeboy Ryan from Lograt put out called Analog Mogul. The second is a video that Dan Surf Videos from Oahu put out having to do with Kai Salas's longboard company. And the last thing is a video that came out from Hunter Verco 
which is a video of a bunch of people surfing some of the best longboards I think that are out there, Thomas Surfboards. So there's that. But without further ado, I want to get into the tracks. I want to have some fun. I want to make you guys happy and uh, check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace. Oh, yeah. I looked out the window, seeing this bull head. Ran through the fridge and pulled out an egg. Sculpted on my scopes, he had no hair. Lost that shot, he was caught out there. Saw the convertible driving by. Loaded up the slingshot, let one fly. He went for his to find, he didn't have one. Put him in check, correct. My egg, your egg. A symbol of life. A course of the house of boss out to white. I pulled out the jammy, thought it was a joke. The trigger, I pulled his face. The yoke.
Time to throw back on the army suits The Timberland boots Blast got the niggas from the East New York scene I got my man C with me for four green I Capone decreated GMP my man EB Ready to pill cap spectators Kevin Akinelli's on the lookout Up in the spot niggas are crooked down and took out There goes a brain, there goes a liver Ain't no time for dumping niggas in the river I ain't loving you niggas no more It's time for the chainsaw Off with the lace arms ahead later And throw the shit down in the incinerator Then I'm off with the drugs and ends Now it's time to get some motherfucking revenge To the nigga that stuck me in jail I sent his mama's fingers to him in the mail Put up with his ass inside the 10th floor hall Painted the motherfucking walls Never mind having balls You niggas better duck and dive We still want a dead or alive Straight going out like a gunner Because a niggas want it I'm even hunted by bounty hunters But I'm spitting up bigger leg They got about a half a million dollar reward on a niggas head But I murdered the whole crew I saw the spirits leave their bodies And I shot at them bitches too I put the knife to their head, it's so simple Now that's what I call a holy temple You put a nigga to the test But if you fuck with me, then you're fucking with the best I'm wetting niggas and I'm fleeing, G Cause ain't St. Fish kill, MRA ain't seeing me You're getting sipped up forever Cause if your ass leaks once, then your ass leaks forever To the nigga that threatened my life Went up to his crib, started wetting his wife Nigga hiding in the closet Checked his ass and made a motherfucking deposit Sucker tried to get blocked
to light my spliff, ignite your weapon sights. And if you ain't down, bullshit. Say some punk, try to get you for your idol. What you call the one time? time to play the role model? No, I think you play like a fuck. Next year, the shot of a magnum slug. I'm man coming at ya. Yeah, you know I'm gonna get ya. How do you know where I'm at when you haven't been where I've been? Understand where I'm coming from when you're up on the hill and you're making home. I'm out here risking my dome just for a bucket or a fast bucket just to stay alive. Hey, yo, yo, I gotta say fuck it. Here is something you can't understand. I Here is something you can't understand. I Here is something you can't understand. I Here is something you can't I just happen to notice as we come on the set, there's been a lot of talk about the road warriors losing their heart or their taste for violence. Well, we never had no hearts to lose to begin with. Yeah. Game is over, sun is front line, that's why his name is soldier Fatal flow will do your brain like cocaine and baking soda Me beat a loca, banging inside of the Navy Rover Feet on your lady sofa, loving how she play me closer Cream of the crop stock, rising like the murder rate Seven S and deck, drop it, it was worth the wait Verbal grade, spoken word, world circulate You stacking cheddar cause you working at the burger place Cold like the winters in Cabrini Green See me lean, getting cream since the breakdance graffiti scene Heated dreams, score on the floor like he Kareem all-star feeling my G, you should see the team Rebel spit, effortless, rise like the deficit Execute with prejudice, the necessary requisite Nemesis, Netflix couldn't show you the specialist Heavy next shit, Genesis to my exit Yeah, we bang on them, saw face, step, slang on them Fuck around, buck them down, switch lanes on them Check them, my style, return to zero Superhero with the motherfucking fangs yeah. on them Getting money, getting paper, bitches hang on them Another victim, haters love to put the blame Come on, on. Flip it around and put uh. the shame on them Put the white shame on them Put the I'm like the Bobby Slayer rap the way I flavor shit Straight away false moves and make you lay with fish Take a piss, my shorty hold it cause I strain the wrist You know my style is boulevard of death, I'm dangerous Foreign flow, they try to detain me at customs Let me go, I had a cheek that I rain me a mustard That's the hash, only fucking with the upper class Cause I'm done with all the suffering like succotash Quick with the handle, stick shift and I scramble Pick six like I'm Revis, kick shit like a sandal I'm down at any time to do it, what's the time to do it? Till the money getting dusty like a vomit fluid But never seeked out, see me 3DZ3'd out 165 red line to read out, never put the weed out Kick up your shoes and let your feet out Just remember honey, no getting pregnant, I pull the seat out With my teeth Yeah, 7L, esoteric, rebel INS, bam bam we bang on them, soft face staff, slang on them Fuck them down, fuck them down, switch lanes on them Check them, my staff, return to zero Superhero with the motherfucking fangs on them Getting money, getting paper, bitches hang on them Another victim, haters love to put the blame on them Sunday nervous, I pray on the week. Fuck a Sunday service, guns they buy, they for show only. Like AG versus, state your purpose. You and deeper shit than beta curses. 80 balls equal 80 hearses, they deserve this. They used to give me flyers for this shit, so relentless. See the show, I'd rather see the dentist. He has reinvented this. Come fly with a terror, dad, but fight 
business sack religious like a Tim Tebow tackle Yo, cover me, I'm going in Flowing like the blowing wind Holier than no one knows the over I control the pen Barbarians, we tearing them Then we bury them And if we don't, we granulate the bones And then we wear the skin we hit them when You peep the flow and try the jacket So I turn you to a jacket Buffalo Bill Chick Manning So you a cash getter, yeah, you stack cheddar And Jordan Force make you jump higher and rap better, yeah I'm back, I'm at my apex For all you rap fans, I'm a hero to everybody I'm Batman's Batman I'm something vicious, gunning pictures I'm under suspicion for leaving some of these sons of bitches Out in some in ditches and some in front of their misses They never got a shot off cause my man's a lazy landscape But never drops the shot off The god off was low down with no doubt Don't make me break the robe out They want tickets but the shit is sold out Lunch and spit out the chain, then kick a lungy off the tip of his timbo and trick a honey dip into a game of strip limbo. Odd, he couldn't find no remorse. A wink is as good as a nod to a blind horse. Of course, his technique was from a divine source. Never knew the price of ice or what swine cost. One guy tried to bite the heat, it's when he discovered the other, other white meat. Oh, the one they hate so well. He sure keeps his cycle like the old Bates Motel. They came to ask him for at least some new tracks. But only got confronted by the beast with two backs. Knock, Mouse is a made man. Villain laid it down like the best laid plan. Bell the cat, who the hell is that near the middle? Got y'all, but it's not all bearing Skittles. Prepare the vittles. Got riddles and spittles. Crystal clear to the jot or the tittle. It's hot off the griddle. Came to take the cake where there's a lot or a little. Kaboom, Doom is nervous large. You could tell by his blooming room service charge. Dark and tall to boot The only thing was wrong is he was bald as a coot Used to ran a van from Peter Pan to Red and Tan And keep the human foot for his dead man's hand This was when the mask was brand spanking new Before it got rusted from drinking all the brew Stankin' too, pew Kept all his earnings in the bank in a shoe Spat what he knew Energy for true To all fake rap, it's 23 skidoo Excuse you, any room in the class front For a blast of the blunt Truman since last month Doom a human in the mask, born to stunt Danger zooming past, mad fast on the hunt Keep your streets, we got the city neatly conquered Discreetly with the CD till they be completely bonkered The fans demanded it, handle it, swallow it His own brand of shit, if only he could bottle it Hmm, nah, she could get messy Feds try to torture him for the secret recipe He said it's no use, I only know half no speak of the English, I only do the math Felt no pain, his brain was saturated with cocaine and Rogaine He said try scam, no thing, three card dead, fly man go for bling He got bled, eye jam, over sting, see spots red, I am sofa king We, we taught it, we taught it Now repeat all, very fast please I, I am sofa king Faster, I am so No, not so fast, lose his meaning I, I am, am so fucking with me, <laughs> You say funny thing.
Podcast. Volume 59. Let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.com, for merch, links to things that we're distributing, events, that kind of stuff. Also, make sure to check out the full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So, this episode is devoted to an interview I did with Trent Phillips out of Jacksonville, Florida. Trent Phillips is an amazing surfer, artist, skater, just dude, just guy, just real East Coaster, really down to earth and well-spoken. And this is an interview I did with him after we did a little surf session over at Oceanside about, I think it was about a month and a half ago, a month ago, something like that, at a taco stand. So hope you guys enjoy and I'll see you in a little bit. So what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Trent Tintarpitz Phillips uh-huh. from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County. And you grew you grew up there? Yeah. Born, born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised, yeah, absolutely. So when did you first get into surfing? Like how old were you? Oh man, I think I was in like third grade. Wow. Um yeah, my dad and all my uncles surfed. Oh and, okay. uh, yeah and my grandma like lived in San Diego when she was like 16, so she met my grandpa because uh-huh. he was in the Navy. Oh, okay. And um, so I just I wanted to be like my dad and my uncles growing up, oh, and that's so awesome. I just knew that they surfed, you uh-huh. know. And every time we were pretty poor, so we'd just go to the beach. That was like the hangout for the uh-huh. family. So I, my dad would paddle out, and then I'd be like on the beach. I'd be like, I want to do what dad does. And so my grandma got me a $5 surfboard from a garage sale. <laughs> and it was like a chopped off nose, like thruster. Uh-huh. It was super beat up, but I was just out there every day. Fuck you it. Know, every yeah. single day. Yeah, exactly. It was phenomenal. But that's how that's how I kind of got going. Um, coming up, I didn't have any knowledge of like uh, surf culture outside of like Endless Summer, though. Okay. Because we didn't have a TV. Uh-huh. So I had no way to know like what was what was going on at the time now what was it like being that that young what was the scene do you remember a scene going on or was there anything like in terms of jacksonville if there was like i had no idea of it because my dad can't surf with people he oh. just can't do it. I think last time we did, like, someone got punched. Oh, like, he just, okay. uh, he's just got to be away from people. He doesn't like the stress of it. So we um, we would surf, like, breaks that were, like, super far away from anybody else. So I had no idea of any scene uh-huh. of what was popular or anything. All I knew is I liked riding waves and I liked going surfing. Now, how did you get it? When did you get into longboarding? So, like... Coming up, as I got older, um, eventually, like, I, of course, just by proxy, I, I started to find out about, like, contests and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And so I really wanted to do ESAs. So we did ESAs for, like, a year. And I would ride shortboards, and I never made a heat. Okay. And then my dad was like, I'm going to bring a longboard for you and sign you up. I was like, don't sign me up. I don't want to do longboarding. Yeah. 
and keep in mind, my dad doesn't longboard. Okay. My dad rides Mark Richard style twin fins. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> he, farthest thing from yeah, it. He doesn't even like longboarding, but he was just like, with your body, you'd look perfect because I'm so tall and lanky. Yeah. So he signed me up, so I did the heat, and I made it. I made a heat. Oh, shit. And so... And How old were you when that happened? I think I was like 12 or 13. Okay. But in my 12, 13-year-old brain, I was like, okay, I'll get really good at longboarding so I can travel the world. I'll just bring a shortboard with me. Uh-huh. And like, that's how it would go. Yeah. yeah, so like forever I would go to the beach, I'd have like the longboard in one arm, the shortboard in the other uh-huh. arm, and then slowly I just stopped bringing the shortboard and just kind of fell in love with longboarding. And around that same time, I found about like, all the Bruce Brown movies that came out like before in the summer yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and kind of got hip to a lot more of like kind of that old court culture and just like really fell in love with it you know uh-huh. it was kind of alternative yeah which... it's, it's not the stuff that most people were into at the time yeah exactly yeah. and like you know like all the like shortboard videos that I eventually did get to see that like people I knew that surfed like had like it didn't really appeal to me it was just like bad pop punk and yeah freaking six twos and it just didn't look good to me so it's kind of interesting how like the music part of it too is like the turn off right like yeah. it's like it's like you're kind of like if you don't connect with it like on on that level yeah like doesn't matter how good the surfing is. but you know what totally like wrecked my world what um when computer body came out uh-huh. and ozzy Wright's part to 400 blows whenever yeah. that opened up yeah. i was like wait a second yeah now it's now the game is that changed. wrecked everything for yeah, me <laughs> yeah because i think for me too the turn off with like a lot of that shortboarding stuff was like the pop punk bullshit like i was like it was so bad. i can't i can't sit here and watch it like it i don't even so care bad. what you're doing on there yeah like that's the thing you know when thomas's movies were coming out and some of the other longboard movies like i'm like okay this is music i kind of relate to like yeah like, exactly and that was such a good because for me, it was kind of hard to find out about like people that rode like heavy glass traditional stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, at that time it was kind of like early two thousands. Yeah. So a lot of people kind of did both, and it wasn't really frowned upon either yeah. way. But whenever Sprout came out, and I saw Sprout, I was like, oh, like that's where it's at. That's yeah. what it's all about, you know. That's the thing. I think that's like one of the benchmarks, right? That people look at as like like a jumping off point, right? For exactly. a lot of people, it's it's like all over the world. Like that yeah. happened. It was like, oh, this is that world. Okay, I, yeah. I, like I don't either. I don't feel alone, or this is something I'm into, or it's like it makes sense, kind of thing. Yeah. Who were some of the people that you were around that time you were surfing with in, in Jacksonville? So Justin Quintal, uh, we're from the same town, grew up around there. He was around all the time and just a contest machine. He was winning yeah. everything, you know. Uh, Joe Polito was around. Okay. He was also a super good ripper, um, and they're, like, best friends. And uh, there was this dude named Weston Merkel, uh-huh. and he was, like, the only dude in town that was the heaviest boards imaginable <laughs> and just, like, only Birdwells and uh, just, like... like that old school. Yeah, and just had, like, the sickest hangtons. Like, that... I really looked up to that dude a lot, and... Um, the dude that I actually ride for now, that uh, my shaper, Tony, who did Clean Ocean Surfboards, he was pumping out some really cool, like, heavy glass, single fin longboards at the time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and so it was, like, kind of, it was around the town, but it wasn't a big scene for longboarding. Yeah. You know? Because now you guys have developed a scene that, like, there's people popping out. There's a massive, there's, like, scenes within the scene. Yeah. Now, and it's sick, man. It's really awesome. Um... I think Justin really helped with that 
huh. by just like doing so well in the duct tapes and the WSL. It really kind of made like kind of the the north the average surfer mm-hmm. like not be bombed whenever logs are in the water because they're like oh like what Justin does yeah you know oh that's interesting I never even thought of it that way yeah it kind oh, of okay. o- it kind of opened it up instead of like everyone being mad at you because you're on a longboard now how was yeah. like were you starting to compete at a at, like more and more longboard yeah I was doing more and more of it um, kind of until I was like 16, 17. Uh-huh. But right around that same time, I heard the band Charles Bronson, uh-huh. and I was all like, "Okay, surf culture is whack. <laughs> I want to, I want to go to punk shows. I want to listen to Power Violence. I want to be in bands." Yeah. And I kind of bailed on surfing. Uh-huh. You know, I would still paddle out. I always had a board at my parents' house. Yeah. But I like moved into town, skated a ton. Was like doing a lot of skating and just focusing on music, just enjoying that. And I never fully, like, quit surfing. Uh-huh. Like, I would paddle, but I never checked the waves. Was it more that you were bummed out on surfing, or was it more that you were hyped on punk? I think it was more I was hyped on punk. Uh-huh. It was just, like, it was cool to me. Yeah. You know, where there wasn't much in surfing going on at the time that was that cool to me. Like What, what year was this around? Oh, gosh, dude. I couldn't tell I'm just you. trying to think so of a time frame. It like was, a- like, mid to early 2000s kind of it was like because the Captain Finn stuff was going on yeah but I wasn't aware of it yeah because for some reason or another like I couldn't find it yeah you know like I had longer on VHS and that was like my go-to like longer and sprout longer and sprout yeah and so whenever I found the punk stuff it was like even whenever I eventually did see some of the more like Captain Finn stuff that was really cool that punk wasn't like violent enough for me (laughs) you know it's like it was kind of more like a garage rocky, yeah, which yeah. is still pretty cool. But I was like, I want to listen to conflict. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to listen to like some of this more. Like, I want, I want to hear infest. I want to yeah. hear some of the more like brutal stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what pulled me out of it. And you started playing music at that point. Yeah, started playing music. Tons of bands. Uh, yeah. We had a great punk scene at the that's time. That's what I was gonna say. So what was the scene like? It was. Oh, it was phenomenal. We had this old venue called uh, the Imperial, and it would be like a prunk show. Friday nights and then a hardcore show Saturday nights uh-huh. and like the hardcore bands like started to do all these crossover stuff like oh that's cool there was this one band my buddy Bob had called um, Social Disease uh-huh. and they were like one of the first at the time in the area to do like that kind of like early hardcore style yeah. just that like really good crossover stuff yeah, yeah and it was just it was epic it was such a great time now did you do you think there was any cross crossover in a sense of like like because everyone thinks of like when they think of like surf scene and surf people and like the vibe and stuff like they don't associate like punk necessarily with yeah. stuff. So there wasn't, there was like a disconnect in a way. There was definitely a disconnect. And like the people that I would surf with, like they kind of wouldn't like understand it. You know, all they knew is like Trent wears all black all the time. He, keep, <laughs> he keeps dyeing his hair. He's trying to give himself tattoos. <laughs> like just, I was just like heavy into it. And like the more I got into it, the more I was like, well, I don't want to go surf because I want to go hang out downtown. Yeah. You know, and with all the friends I made at the shows who, like, hung out downtown, right. I'm like, I want to go hang out downtown. I want to go skate. You essentially had a new tribe. 
uh, yeah exactly yeah and just like where i would still like see people from surfing you know mm-hmm. but i wouldn't surf like the popular breaks if i did surf okay. I, would, I would go to like my parents house like out back at my parents house and like you know so you were kind of under the radar while like justin and them were still like hyping this scene up absolutely yeah absolutely and it was funny because whenever i started surfing again i came back and like it was like super champion. I was like, "Whoa, that's sick!" When did this happen? You're like, uh, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah. This is sick. <laughs> what brought you back to surfing? Like, what was the thing that like? Can you remember a specific thing that's like, okay, I want to start. I want to do this again. I think it was just like um, my one of my buddies had this like Hanson fifty fifty, uh-huh. and I paddled out on it one day because I would always just like borrow boards or whatever whenever I did paddle out and my one main band kind of like fizzled out okay you know and i was doing this other band which was more of like a dark wave synth project so i was doing that and then so i went surfing on this hansen 5050 one day and just had like a solid hang 10 and it was like i didn't even have to try that hard to do it uh-huh. you know it just like kind of happened and i was like oh crap dude you know it'd be sick if i start because i was already making skate edits uh-huh. at the time and I was doing like really like gothy skate edits with like to like Boy Harsher and stuff like that. Okay. Just like really like thick dark stuff. Like gritty, you know? yeah. Yeah, all super I would film it, put it in black and white, and then I'd film that like off the computer screen so it'd be oh. super blasted out. Yeah. I did a skate edit that was like a fifteen minute thing and it's just like super like that. And then so I had the idea, I was like, dude, what if we made like some surf videos that were gothy like this? Because I don't ever see it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I had like, my wife would film me, I'd have my dad film, uh-huh. my buddy Tom, I'd have him film, and then just started like kind of making gothy surf edits. And it just like kind of fell in love with it again. I was, was like, dude, I forgot how much I love surfing. Yeah. Like how much I love just being out there and doing it. Um, I got a used board off Craigslist for like 300 bucks <laughs> and it ended up being a clean ocean surfboard. It's a COS. Oh. It was like a Clark foam blank, super heavy glass. This thing was a behemoth. And That's probably why they were selling it for 300 bucks. Like, yeah, they didn't exactly. Know what it was. They were like, I just want to get rid of it. It was gnarly. And so I just kept surfing that and I was out like every day. We were living like way in town uh. and I was like, hun, I'm gonna start surfing a lot again. We gotta move back to the beach. So like move back out to the beach and the rest is kind of just like, just kept making edits and just doing stuff. You know? Now with these edits, cause a lot of people know about them. Like you were just like putting these out. How were you distributing them? Were you just putting them Dude, honestly, I was just spamming people. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, like literally every surf mag, I was just sending my edits to them. Like, check this out, check this out, check this out. Like, that's awesome. That's actually how um, a lot of people like got in contact with me was because I would just send them to like 50 people, and then like two of them would be like, "This is really cool. Can we?" Re-? There was this. Um, you remember that little mag called Novel Vague? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would send them stuff. And they're like, that's really cool. I'd be like, well, I'm going to Outer Banks next week. Um, Can I write something for it? And they're like, yeah. And so I'd come back with, like, a little, like, periodical or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and so I'd send them that. They'd repost it and just stuff like that. And it would kind of just snowballed. And then the more I did that, the more local filmers would be like, hey, I'm really in it. Like, my friend John Massey was like, dude, I'm really into what you're doing let's work on an edit uh-huh. and so like we would put out an edit and it was like to Bauhaus and it yeah. was sick 
you know which is so different I mean the only people that were doing anything like that is like what's his name Jai Billy like yeah that's it like yeah you know and that's so under the radar like a lot of people didn't yeah exactly I wish his blog would come back because that blog I know was sick. I know it's kind of disappeared Worm and I were talking about this the other day we were just like like it's just kind of like because I know when I really got heavily into single fin longboarding, like I was like looking at all his stuff and I was like, that's actually what's partly inspired what I do. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, if this guy's doing like a gothy surf thing, like it's not weird for me to do like a hip hop surf Exactly. Thing. Like I was like, dude, it's like, you know, because like, again, my association was like, oh, like as much as I love the Thomas Campbell stuff and all that, I was like, eh, it's kind of corny. Like that's not me. Like it's yeah. kind of like, I get it. Yeah. But, like, there's got to be something else there. How much Garage Rock can we really listen yeah, to? Yeah, I'm like, uh, I get it. Tommy Guerrero did another song. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, no offense to Tommy. But, it is uh, good stuff. Yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> like I want to see something different. When I saw his stuff, yeah. was one of the, and I actually saw one of your edits, too. Like, I was kind of like, oh, there is, like, a different world. And honestly, know? that was, like, a big goal of what I was doing is I just wanted, like, kind of that younger crowd coming up to see. It's like, look, you don't have to prescribe to the norm you you can listen to whatever you want to listen to you can be in any subgenre you want to and still sir yeah you don't have to do it their way if you want to do it their way that's perfectly fine and that's sick but there's other avenues and i think that's one thing i really loved about you and what ryan does with law grab is it's like yeah dude you can be into hip-hop you can be fully into hip-hop yeah and being the longboarding yeah. it's not weird nothing's weird do whatever no, you want no and that's the thing that I think like like you know I think the impetus for like Ryan and myself was like a lot of it was the fact that like look we're not like strict hip hop heads as you know like yeah. you know kind of thing but we more wanted to be like hey look you could be into different stuff because we thought it was weird yeah like especially come from skating because like skating it's like it's like it's like genre fluid it's like it's like one day you one minute you're listening to Morrissey next minute you're listening to Wu-Tang like it's fucking exactly. just like it's like that right it's just kind of but in surfing like I was just seeing this thing where it's like you know you go down to Sano or like Malibu and it's like there's a guy playing an acoustic guitar and he has his like flipped up hat and you're like you have your high water pants and I'm like I get it but like all you motherfuckers look the fucking same yeah. and you can't fucking tell me that you guys all think the same because that's fucking impossible that's Statist impossible statistically yeah. it doesn't work so what the fuck is going on here <laughs> that shit in Malibu actually like makes me laugh the most because like they're, they like, like they idolize like Mickey Dora right they're like Mickey Dora yeah. and I'm like if Mickey Dora was alive now, he would smack He'd the fuck. He'd be pretty bummed, dude. He'd smack every one of you guys because you guys are the clones that he's talking about when he's yeah. like, I don't want zombies and clones. It's like, you guys have become that. Yeah. But I think that's what's exciting about like what you do and you bring to surfing and people like you is like, you're kind of like, you're being very authentic, right? You're being authentic to yourself. And I also think the surfing, like you can see in the style that you surf and how you surf and I've seen it a lot the last couple of days we've been surfing together. Like, your uniqueness comes out in it. Sick. Like, it's Thank definitely... You. No, no, it does. It's, like, definitely, like, you're, like... Like, I feel like a lot of times... Those people that follow the trend follow what they think. And I don't think they do it in a malicious way. I think this yeah. is what they think it is. Like, Well, it's what you see, and you mimic what you see. Yeah. I mean, that's how you learn, right? That's how a child learns. Exactly. That's how a dog learns. They're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do to get this. But I think there's like, sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, dude, that's not, like, it's actually, you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck it, you know, you want to like, I think of someone like Lauren Canavan, for instance, like, Lauren does her own thing, right? Yeah. Like, like, even if you're not a fan of it or not, like, she does her own thing. Like, she's not going to go nose ride. She's not going to do this. Like, she does her thing. Like, even Levi Prairie. Yeah. 
does his own thing and for some it may be hard to digest but for others it may be like just kind of liberating to see that and i know for a fact like i got these homies in this band called cherry springer back home uh, and like a, a, a lot oh they're they're <laughs> phenomenal they're gonna be hyped <laughs> but they all like adopted some of his like stuff and yeah. it's sick because it's it's like you're seeing it's like when people do their own thing, it kind of shakes other people up mm -hmm. to where it's like, cool, this is an option. Yeah. You know, and I like to pull things from like my favorite people. Yeah. You know, it's like, I really like the way Nose does cutbacks, but I really like the way JJ hangs heels. Yeah. You know, so I like kind of pick and choose things that I'm like, that was sick or that was sick. Yeah. And of course, we all grew up watching Joel. Yeah. Who like doesn't move his upper part of his torso no, when he's not. walking to the nose. And I feel like a lot of that gets lost now. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, we're in, we're like as a society now, especially with technology and stuff. We're like inf we're like infinite DJs in a way. Like we are living lives that we're sampling from all these different things, and you can make the choice to whether you want to be like like a puffy, like when he's just basically like just taking a Led Zeppelin song and putting <laughs> yeah. it on loop, or do you want to be like a premiere where you found this abstract two note piece and you flipped it around exactly. and it's barely recognizable, still has sourcing in there, right? And I think that's the same thing with surfing. You have these people who are like pure clones, like like they, they look at like Phil Edwards and they're like, I want to be Phil Edwards, which is a noble thing to want to be, but yeah. they're like, they do the exact thing. There's a lot of Phil Edwards out there. Yeah, but then there's other people who are like, like you, you're like, I like how, this person does this. I like how this person does this. I like how this person does this. Yeah. And when I put that stuff together, that's me. Yeah. Or like, you know what gets me hyped? The birthday party. I'm just going to try and transfer that into surfing. I'm going to try to like visualize how Nick Cave is a psychopath and transfer okay. that into the ocean. Which makes sense. I had someone be like, um, they're like, dude, they, they were like joking. It was one of my homies. Was like, how do I surf with you? Or how do I surf like you? And I was all like, hang out in a record store for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, <laughs> you'll, I think you'll dial it in. <laughs> I think that's important though too, because it's almost like you're bringing like like life experience, right? Like when people talk about like, if you don't have enough life experience, you're not going to really have enough in your art. Like you could be yeah, an amazing true. artist, right? Like you could be like, let's say, a virtuoso guitar player, and you're yeah. 16. You could be the fucking best guitar player, but if you didn't have life experience to pull from to make that, if music, you're only doing Hendrix covers and yeah. you're playing them on point, really, who's gonna listen to it? Yeah, that exactly. dude already made that up. Yeah, you know. I think the same thing with surfing. I think a lot of these kids, like you see them, they're kind of like, they're just mimicking. And I wonder, like, my thing is like, I wonder if they don't know that there's a different way, or they just like. You know, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, like, is it a thing? Like, is it a thing that like they think this is the way to go, or yeah. is it a thing that they're like they think in the back of their minds, "Fuck, if I don't do this, like I'm not gonna fit in." Which for yeah. me breaks my heart. For me, that breaks my heart because I saw that happen in skateboarding in the '90s and why I left skateboarding. Because yeah. like you had to do these tricks, you had to dress this way, yeah. you had to look this way, and if you didn't, you were fucking weirdo. Yeah. But now, like you look at skateboarding, it's like you could do whatever the good or bad, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Because. There's a company out there that'll pay you. <laughs> Fancy Lad. Yeah. Fancy Lad will let you do the weirdest tricks you want. Yeah. And embrace it. And they're like, go ahead. You but know you know what's funny? It's like dudes like Colin Fisk ride for them. And like Colin Fisk can still frontside flip a 12 stare. Yeah. You know, yeah. if he wanted to. Yeah. He doesn't want to. <laughs> but see, that's exactly like what I tell people about like the traditional longboarding movement is that like most of these people like can surf any board they want, but they just don't want to. I can't surf a shortboard. Yeah. It looks disgusting. But that's a really, really small. <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. Yeah. Get me on a mid length. 
you know, yeah. I'll give you the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate that knock though on longboards. Like, oh, you guys are surfing longboards, you can't surf anything. It's like, no, we actually can, but we choose not to. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not getting it. Look <laughs> at Saxon. Look Jesus. at Parker Sawyer. Like, those Look dudes rip. Oh, no. yeah. oh my gosh. Here's the funny thing. I think we were talking about this yesterday. Like, think about how, like, when Joel came up and was, like, winning the world tour and stuff. Yeah. They had to serve Puerto Escondido. That was, like, part of the tour. Which is gnarly. It's so heavy. Like, watch some of those old, like, Longboard Magazine videos, and it's Of course you have insane. to cut back. Of course you have to do turns like that, because the fucking wave, like, yeah, you're going to die. because you will die. Yeah. It's <laughs> you like, will be impaled. Like, it's so bad. It was so heavy. It was such a heavier, like, thing to be a pro logger than to where oh, now yeah. I feel like a lot of dudes can kind of get away which is riding like underway side waves forever not on the tour on the tour like now it's different that final contest looked brutal oh yeah i heard it was like like borderline like scary unsurfable yeah like that was actually one of the contests when like a bunch of the women surf with leashes and everybody's like yeah that's cool yeah that's that's, fine. that's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyone that wore a leash it's funny because when i first started seeing some of the dudes wear a leash i was like oh man they're wearing a leash and then i saw the wave and, you're and like, like the rocks on the inside i'm like all right yeah that's good. I see that. Yeah, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Touche. Um, speaking of contests, now you guys in Florida started to develop this kind of like fun contest scene. Yeah. So, um, my good buddy Chris Tincher uh-huh. and Chad Doyle they started this thing called the Log Jam, and it was very much a you show up, put twenty bucks in a hat, burn your homies, uh-huh. you know, just super loose, and uh, that kind of grew and grew. And now they're doing the Florida Cup to oh. where it's like people are starting to form clubs. Uh-huh. Like each like town has a club. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And so it's like three contests that are like little local contests in uh-huh. different parts of Florida. Uh-huh. And like you build up points and then oh, one club can like win the whole thing at the end. Oh, that's know? sick. It's sick. It's super rad. And I think it's something that... um. The cool thing is the people that do all these, like um, the first contest is the Single Fin Showdown uh-huh. in Stewart, Florida, and uh-huh. they've been doing that contest for years. But the cool thing about it is it's like everyone's doing it like just purely for the sake of community. No, it know? sounds like it. And the cool thing is is there's like the little, rink- they're not rinky-dink, but there's like the smaller contests like that. Yeah. But then we also, Justin started the Loggerhead, yeah. which is sick because yeah. that's like... It's a real contest, but it's a good real contest. Yeah, Vance gets behind it. Which is there's cool. like proper judging. Yeah. you know, it's single fin logs. There's yeah. you're not you don't have to worry about some prog logger coming in and yeah. like taking the whole thing and yeah. getting robbed or anything like that. Yeah, I, I I was jealous last year. Like I wanted to go really bad because I saw everybody starting to go there. I mean, it's funny that Worm was like, we want to go there. Maybe I'll take the trip with her next time. She wants I know to y'all should come hang out. It'll be kind of fun. Um, now, who are some of the people that are coming up in your scene that you see some of the younger kids that you think deserve attention? Oh, man. There's a bit of them. There's a lot. Obvious, I mean, I don't have to mention Saxon and the Conklins yeah. because you guys already know that they're <laughs> yeah. ripping. I don't have to mention Turtle because you guys already know yeah. that he rips. Um, there's a lot of, like, the Cherry Springer kids. Uh-huh. They're probably, like, my favorite local surfers right now just yeah. because it's, like, they have a band. They do their own thing. They don't care. They're just, like, out there shimmying yeah. and just, like, absolutely ripping. Uh, dude, my homie Chris Hastings, uh-huh. no one ever gives him the appropriate love, but this dude will ride, like, switch finless and just get Jesus. barreled and just, like, phenomenal style. 
like one of my favorite surfers to watch you know those dudes are really kind of the unsung dudes that are like coming up right now and they're blowing up the scene out there and stuff yeah well they're just doing their own thing and they don't care I mean that's what's interesting about your guys scene as an example like you've mentioned Saxon like you guys are all like so individualistic how you guys surf like like and and style is such a big component and not in a forced way in a very natural way that it's a direct reflection of your guys personalities and the cool thing too is like out there like you can't be a phony and you can't be a jerk because you'll get called out. Yeah. You know, people will check you on it. Yeah. You know, so it's sick because it's like, even though those dudes that like come up, like get a lot of like attention nationally, yeah. they're still just as cool as when they were like the smallest Grom. No, I mean, look, Saxon is like one of the most fucking polite people and nicest people I've ever met in my Dude, life. Dude, the way all those kids have been so raised nice. is so, like they, they have every right to cool guy me because they're absolute rippers now, yeah. and they never do. No. They're always, hey, man, how you doing? Give me a great big hug. Dude, and Sa- they're like that with everybody. Yeah, Saxon, every time I see him, like, is always like that. Or, like, whenever he's, like, out in Hawaii and I see him and stuff like that, like, I'm always, like, so, so stoked. Like, it's just, like, your your guy's vibe is, like, it's, like, so, so good. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, Dark Seas and your relationship with them. How did that start? So, it started... Um, I met them at Surf Expo. Okay. And uh, Gunnar Hughes, who's a photographer for them, is a friend. And um, they were just kind of like, hey, you should go talk to Dark Seas. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went and talked to them, and they were like, yeah, for sure. Like, they're totally into, like, kind of how I'm into, like, art and music and kind of do my own thing. And so they were, like, flowing stuff. And just over time, I would send them stuff, and it would just kind of, like... The relationship just kind of naturally blossomed, mm-hmm. and it's sick. They're they're really helping me out out here. They gave me a place to stay, a car to use, uh-huh. like just really. I really like it because it's very much like a family. Right. Like all the dudes are super tight. Everyone gets along. Everyone's really sweet, and they're just like. I remember uh, Chris Broders was like, "We want you to be yourself." Don't try to tailor yourself to what you See, think, that's awesome. whatever. Just be yourself, do your thing, we're about it. And I yeah. was like, dude, that's all I ever want to hear from anybody. Yeah. You know, I don't ever want to have to try to like tailor who I am or my expression for anybody. Right. And they're like, no, dude, be you. We want you to be you. Yeah. And it's sick, man. They've been really great, real supportive. The team's rad, you know, yeah. like River, super dope. Um, all the short porters are insane yeah. rippers. It's almost intimidating. No, dude, you guys are stacking like a pretty dope squad. Now, you mentioned that um, you're doing some stuff with um, the, that Wetsu company. What's the name of it? Adelio. Okay, so what's up with that? I just recently started talking to them. Uh-huh. And again, it was kind of the same deal. I, I walked up to them and we were kind of talking. Uh, one of the reps for Dark Seas also reps Adelio. Uh huh. Oh, okay. So yeah. And so I was like, "Hey, man, could you like talk to him for me?" He's like, "Absolutely." And I thought they were gonna be like this longboarder guy. Get out of here, dude. We got Chippa Wilson, dude. He does does big spins. Yeah. (laughs) But I was like, "Can you make that board fly?" Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I was like, "Hey, like, here's what I do, and um, here's what I'm into." And so I showed him some of my like artwork. Um, I showed him my band Tanzit. Yeah. And they were like. This is sick. And like a recent edit that uh, my buddy Luke Cathera did for me, 
And they're like, yeah, dude, we're about it. I'm like, really? You're like, still. Like, that's sick. And there's Grim Reapers on the suits? Like, awesome. Of course. I'm in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they make some, like, interesting products. I think it's kind of, I mean, one thing that you just mentioned uh, with both those situations is that, you know, you went to, like, Surf Expo and you kind of, like, sold yourself. Like, yeah, I think exactly. that's something that, like, a lot of kids coming up forget that, like, there is a hustle to it. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, let's not, I mean, at the end of the day, the surf industry is an industry. Yeah. You know, it is a business. It is marketing. That's part of it. Yeah. You know, it's almost, it's a necessary evil. But, I mean, dude, like, I get to travel and surf really cool spots. I meet really cool people. Dude, I'm not complaining about it. I don't it. think there's anything wrong with going and, like, selling yourself to, to like, 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 why wouldn't you, why would you not? Like, you, you can't expect someone to be at the local break and be like, okay, I want to give this person money and product. Like... Exactly. I mean, look, I remember from a skateboarding perspective, like back in the day before the internet, like kids used to fly out to the, it used to be called the ASR show yep. out here. They'd fly out with fucking sponsor me tapes and they go to every fucking booth and they drop off a fucking yeah. sponsor me tape. And look, only like maybe one out of 20 responded, but they'd wind up getting sponsored. You hear these stories all the time on the nine club. That, that's how they got their yep. first sponsor. You just get flowed and then you really got to work hard to for that. After yeah. you get that flow, it's like, that's when you start working. Yeah. That's when you start working really hard. And it's, it's the same thing with the edits. You yeah. just send them out. Just be like, no, that's why it's interesting. Like you were saying, like you were basically cold calling people. I yeah. think it's something that like- I got rejected from a lot of people yeah. that I was like, Hey, you know, this baggie, like before um, I started riding for Dark Seas, I'd be like, all these, all the baggies brands that I liked, I would hit them up. Be like, yeah. yo, check it out. Here's the set it. Yo, check it out. Here's the yeah. set it, you know? And like, some would be like, that's cool. We're not really into it. Like, I think I sent Birdwell one where it's just like straight black metal and like really violent. <laughs> right. And they were just like, nah, we're good. I'm yeah. like, are you sure, dude? Because I think it'd be cool to do like all white and like, all this crazy stuff and they're like no dude I'm like it's cool and I'm glad that they said no because you know whenever you're doing what you want to do the right people will find you yeah you'd rather not you'd rather a company that's like going to get behind you or whatever it is exactly like you know like kind of like and that's what happened with Dark Seas was no I mean well it's interesting that you mentioned that you're like I showed my artwork I showed them my band like you know you're basically like that's the other thing I think they like people neglect the beauty of this um this surfing world is that it's not just about selling your cutback or your nose yeah. ride it's about selling you as a whole vehicle you know what and I they did. forget it they forget they forget this they're kind of like this is why companies can sponsor you they're not exactly. going to sponsor you for your fucking cutback exactly they're not going to exactly because there's a million cutbacks like yours like, no like one... it's not hard to find a kid that can hang 10 yeah you know there's lots of kids that hang 10 really well but you know what I actually did? I made a zine. Uh -huh. And like the zine had like my artwork in it and like skate photos and like surf photos and like a little blurb I got in whatever magazine yeah. by whoever, you know, yeah. had all that stuff in it. And then it had my Instagram on the back. See, that that helps. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about is um, your boards. So who who's shaping your boards now and how is that relation? So my boards are shaped by Tony Iannarone, uh -huh. who does Clean Ocean Surfboards. Uh -huh. Originally from New Jersey, moved out here to California for a while. He's been in business for like 31 years or something like that. Uh, done over 10,000 boards. And um, whenever I started riding for him, he was more like, hey, um, my shop's moving. I need someone to be my right-hand man. And uh, 
I really want to give you the job, but you'd have to ride my boards. I'm like, duh. I was working at a grocery store, dude. I was like, please get me out of this grocery store. So I started riding for him, and then we started working on a model. Uh And so I got a model out with them, and it's sick. It's my favorite board ever. Uh It's just super bladed, wide point back, tucked in, pointy nose. And it's been a really great relationship just because he's so... Like, I've ridden for, like, other shapers that were really, really good. But it's it helps to ride for someone that's very similar to you and that understands what you're into. Because he was in, like, super rad, like, hardcore bands back in the day. Oh, so stuff. he gets your vibe and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. he toured with JFA. Oh, okay. So, so like, yeah, you're like, dude, this it's is, It's kind of like, perfect. Yeah, yeah like, we were we've... born in, like, almost a week apart. Okay. Like, as far as months, not the same years. Yeah. He's much older than me. <laughs> I was going to say. But, yeah, and it's, like, it's cool because it's, like, my buddy. And, you know, he's been in the industry for a long time, so he's a good mentor. Yeah. And it's been really cool um, having someone like that, like, to work with and to be close with. And you kind of got to because we do these board runs up to New Jersey, dude. Uh, it's like a 20-hour drive. Fuck. That's brutal. Are you guys selling stuff in OBX or no? Uh, I think we had one shop there that's kind of like here or there sometimes, yeah. you know. But well, long really boarding's cool. not necessarily a big... Yeah, thing. exactly. We do short boards too, but for the most part, he's really known for like uh, alternative craft and like really sick like resin work and like heavy glass Yeah, jobs. your board looks fucking dope. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good one. Um, so I'm going to close this thing up with a question I ask everybody. If you had to pick one break to surf that you've surfed, which one would it be and why? One that I've been to already. The one that you've been to already. Like it's your favorite. Like you always like, if you think like I have that. The crowd factor is like the standard crowd factor. I would take crowd factor like who gives a shit kind of thing. Like oh, okay. it could be up or down. Like it's just a kind of like you that That's way. where you live? Yeah. That's your go-to spot. Or like your favorite. Like it might not be your go-to spot, but it's like you've been there, you've surfed, and you're like, that was the best way by recall. Dude, there was this spot I called The Bend. And it's not like a secret spot, uh-huh. but it's been around for like ever. Uh-huh. But it would just be like on small days, it would be this like right that would just run so it was like a tight pocket like runner which is my favorite kind of log wave uh-huh. and then whenever it get bigger it'd be like a slabby barrel oh sweet and it's gone now because the sand got all messed up because oh. we live in florida and that happens yeah but how dude, long was it around for it was around for like one full like season oh. but honestly like a bunch of my like recent edits almost all of them are there Really? Yeah, almost all of them. See, we had, like, up in L.A., we had, like, we had a wave like that that actually just lasted for, like, two months. Yeah, if I could have that thing forever... That would be it. Like, that would be it. And, dude, the parking for it, you could only fit, like, two or three cars. Oh. So, it was, like... It was perfect. It was great for filming because there's, like, a big dune you can stand on to get, like, that down angle. Uh Uh-huh. If I could only serve one way forever, that would be, maybe it. that way. Or church. Or church. Or church. <laughs> it's funny. Church is like the answer to like It's many people's answer. Um, who do you want to shout out, thank? Um, outside of Clean Ocean Surfboards, Dark Seas, and Adelio. Um, Bold City Barbers has been a barbershop I've ridden for for a while. Uh-huh. And they're just super solid dudes. They're actually moving and changing their name, but I'm still going to represent them. Oh, just cool. because they're phenomenal. Um definitely ace coffee brian's the coffee sick. yeah everybody loves that god bless him my home gym 10th planet jacksonville uh-huh. 
you know, best jujitsu in town. I know, we didn't even get into the jujitsu. We didn't even get into jujitsu. I know, fucking sweep the leg. It's okay. I got <laughs> I got my blue belt, but I'm still not that good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just all those people. Obviously, big shout out to uh, God. Big shout out to my wife. Big shout out to my family. You know, just all stables. Thank you for having me, dude. Yeah, like no Honestly, problem. it's been sick just hanging out and surfing. I know. This has been a lot of you fun. Know? Well, thank you for sitting down. And uh, what, more tacos? Yeah, let's eat some more tacos. And let's donuts. Drink some, yeah, donuts <laughs> and get some coffee. You don't drink coffee, but no, you no, watch but, me drink coffee. Yeah, I can watch you drink coffee. <laughs> all right, peace out. Thanks so much to Trent for sitting down with me and, you know, hanging out and that thing. Uh, this The trip that he had with him and his wife when he came down was really cool because I got to get to know them and hang out a bit. I know next time they come, I want to hang out more. It was just a little hectic for me. And... Some of the things that he touched upon, at least one of the things that he touched upon that I think is really important to note is that, and I know this from growing up in skateboarding in the late 80s and early 90s, is that people on the East Coast, because the industry isn't out there in terms of surfing and the media is not out there, people fight a little bit harder to get noticed. And Trent does an amazing job of that when he was producing his own videos, uh, what he does for his sponsors, he's just producing content. This is a world we live in as surfers. And I think if you're going to be a surfer who's trying to make money off of it, it's not the same thing like it used to be back in the day where a sponsor is going to throw money at you for like surfing your local break and like that's it. Now you actually have to produce the content. You actually have to go there and be like, hey, I have my video guy. I have my photographer. I'm going to produce this. I'm going to put this out there, make my sponsors happy, track other sponsors. And when you make your sponsors that exist happy, they're going to put more money into your pocket and you're going to be able to take these crazy trips and you're going to be able to do these video projects and you're going to be able to feed yourself. You know, unless you put the work in, you have to think about it this way. I know someone who I really respect who sponsor told me this is that basically the second a sponsor signs you up, that's your job. That is your job. You're getting paid to surf. So you have to give them something. And the more you give them, the more that they will actually give you back. That's just how it is. So Trent really exemplifies that attitude. I love seeing that. I love seeing surfers, skaters who do that, who really understand like, look, at the end of the day, like as much as this, this is my soul and my art form and my culture, if I'm getting paid for it at that point, that's when I need to be giving back to those people who are paying for me. So anyway, that's my little rant there. But let's get back to the tracks. Let's get back to some music, mixing it up a little. Hope you guys dig it. New and old. Check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace. Flash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Top. Smoke a bag of black and feel the vibe Wanna be wise, be form on the rise The corner mean five, horns in disguise Throw on your slides, young niggas racing Smokers is basing, you seen the eyes laying up Playing the cut, what, stay in the truck Something told me duck, folded me up My shoulders struck, out of luck Fuck the potters up, fell in the days Like a colada snuff, niggas tried to body me up I'm in the lobby bleed, niggas in the renting office Probably eating and sprinting and beefing When they heard the shots fall apart and seen Barbanese's beast and niggas shot Shalaw features and shot the Wizzleases. Bent the spider callers creatures. I'm gagging and flagging the cab down. Guess who in the bins wagging? Dragging my sound down. Macking it was Del Breedy, the greedy. Cannabin ass snake genie. Cop with a bikini. Who murdered Tosh and Benini? I'm feeling wheezy and I'm drained from the Chiba grieving. Ain't even looking decent. Seeing police niggas reaching it. Let's flash
In the crime scene, speeding, beeping, leaving behind cream. Not even peeping that I was leaking. Won't see the precinct, just got a recent case. Beating still, takes a creeping, don't blow your spot. Skate a week and keep the rug appealing. Who's squealing? Few knew the dealers keep the steel concealed in. Cause we got no time for feelings. Eyes on the building, corns are on the corner ceiling. Million dollar block villains plotting on a killing. Feel like a superhero, talking like a true De Niro. They boost his ego, found them broke down, reduced to zero. Cops fill reports, hoping I reveal my source, source Let's splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Outside the check cashing, flashing Dipped in fashion, five cherry face faggots Try to cash in they keep laughing, don't you get your face bashed in Who give you these privileges, son, why you maxing and we Feeding it to hate those moves, slow me hearing how you broke Rob's nose And I heard you keep a banging hammer, golden brass, diamonds, embroideries That was stolen as you haven't reported, G, make very little noise My shit hiccup, don't make this big stick up, big up Me and the boys, I thought for a second and chose, rather than froze had the gem star in my hand, yo, what the fuck, yo, that's when I ripped Timothy Snatched some dip, jump right in bag of them, had the mini axe to him Faxed him, shots rang off, bing, boggly dunk Let's flash against my hollow bones I hear you talking, man, live it one day at a time It ain't nothing but a thing, though, bro Yeah, I hear you, fool Well, let me get up out of here, I'm gonna ride out here waiting for me Alright, cat, take it easy, baby Stay up, fool Peace he greets his father with his hands up, rehabilitated slightly, glad to be the man's child. The world is different since he's seen it last, out of jail, been seven years, and he's happy that he's free at last. All he had was his mother's letters, now he's mobile, and he's gotta make a change and make it for the better. But he's black, so he's got one strike against him, and he's young, plus he came up in the system. But he's smart, and he's finally making 18, and his goal's to get on top and try to stay clean. So he's calling up his homie Hooten came up, living nice, now they dealing with the same stuff. And had that attitude that who he was was worth playing, and with that fucked up attitude he killed his first man. Now it's different, he did dirt, and realized killing it meant coming up, but it still hurts. And can't nobody change this. It's 1994, and we up against the same shit I never understood why I could never see a man cry Till I seen a man die Man cry Imagine life at its full peak Then imagine lying dead In the arms of your enemy Imagine peace on this earth when there's no grief Imagine grief on this earth when there's no peace Everybody's got a different way of ending it And when your number comes for souls, then they send it in Now your time has arrived for your final test I see the fear in your eyes and hear your final breath How much longer will it be till it's all done? Total darkness at ease, be it all one I watch him die and when he dies, let us celebrate you took his life, but your memory you'll never take. You'll be headed to another place, and the life you used to live will reflect in your mother's face. I still gotta wonder why I never seen a man cry till I seen a man die.
hear you breathing, but your heart no longer sounds strong. But you kinda scared of dying, so you hold on. And you keep on blacking out, and your pulse is low. Stop trying to fight the reaper, just relax and let it go. Because there's no way you can fight it, though you'll still try. And you can try it till you fight it, but you'll still die. Your spirits leave your body and your mind clears. The rigor mortis starts to set, now you out of here. You start your journey into outer space. You see yourself in the light, but you're still feeling out of place. So you standing in the tunnel of eternal life. And you see the ones you never learned to love in life. Make the choice, let it go, but you can back it up. If you ain't at peace with God, you need to patch it up. But if you're ready, close your eyes and we can set it free. Your lies are not scared to die. May he rest in peace. I still got to wonder why. I never seen a man cry till I seen that man die. No, no. 
this baggie full of Adderalls Call me if you need a fix, call me if you need a boost See them other chicken heads, they don't ever leave the coop I'm in the coop cruising, I got the stolen plates Serving all the fiends over there by the Golden Gate Bridge I'm colder than the fridge and the freezer I'm snatching all your bitches at my leisure Yeah. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the Bodega Border Group Podcast, Volume 59. Hope you guys have been having a good time listening to this. Hope you guys have been enjoying it, but let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Group Podcast, Volume 59. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have merch, we have links to videos that we're working on. Who knows what else we'll post there? I don't know. i got a lot of time on my hands, so I might be posting some other shit. Recipes, who fucking knows? Also, make sure to check out the full episode description on your iTunes player or whatever player you choose to use for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So this episode, something we want to talk about is things that you could be doing indoors while this quarantine is happening. Wherever you are, it's going to affect you in some way. So you have a lot of time on your hands. I've been thinking about a lot of things I can do. And I got a lot of suggestions from people I surf with and people in the Bodega Border Crew. So I just kind of wanted to go into some things that might keep your mind off of it. First thing is you can catch up on all your surf magazines, all those surfer journals, all those zines that are out there that you know you buy and you don't really read, you just look at. Now is the time for you to just burn through them, to just get all that writing in you, get all that literature about our culture. Also, Catch up on other magazines that you haven't, you know, really been reading that much. Your cooking magazines, your music magazines, your art magazines, all the independent scenes. I think there's a lot of content out there that you can read. The second thing is you can catch up on reading books, you know, pick up or download or have it delivered to you, uh, Church of the Open Sky by Nat Young, books like that. The other book I also suggest a lot of people to check out is the John Severson book, uh, his book that's basically just a long interview on him from how he got into surfing to where he was almost to the day he died and all the artwork that's in there it's an amazing read i actually buy it as a gift for a lot of people who surf whether they're into longboarding shortboarding whatever because it really shows you the progression of the culture in the united states and i think it's really cool the other thing that i would recommend doing if you're on your laptop or on your phone and you're just you don't want to be flipping that tab that shows you the news go down a surf history wormhole on the encyclopedia of surf the beauty of that is that you could look up let's say wayne lynch and you could go there and there's links to other stories and just see how far it's going to take you i know there's been days that i've done that for hours on a weekend where i'm just able to do it and get into it you're going to learn so much that way and refresh yourself on things that i think it's really really good to check out uh one of the other things i would recommend if you want to keep up or you know just educate yourself a little bit more about longboarding in general two things one is if you've haven't watched it or rewatch it uh wingnuts longboard guide it's a little dated but honestly a lot of stuff that he does in there is really cool and it just kind of the fundamentals of longboarding and instills it in you joel has a segment on one of the videos that's really cool you could download it or you could do the surf network i think it's called it's through surfer journal it's really cheap uh you get an app that's on your itunes 
on your Apple TV rather and you could also look at it online it has a ton of surf videos also the other thing I would do is sign up for Cassia's ultimate longboard guide we have a link to it on this episode description that gives you a 20% discount they're building a big community on there too it's not just the instructional video stuff and the masterclass stuff so you'll get in on that Facebook that private Facebook group and I think that'll also keep you engaged in our culture and you'll meet other people all around the world who surf longboard who are at the same ability as you or not and I think that's a good thing and last uh well not lastly one of the things that Cassia actually told me which I thought was a really good piece of advice is that she said look if you're stuck indoors and you're gonna be out of surfing, and especially when it comes to longboarding, try to get yourself a two by four or some kind of piece of wood like that, that's at least like six feet long, four to six feet long, sometimes even longer. And what you could do is you could really work on your footwork at home, your walking, your nose riding, that kind of stuff, all that muscle memory so you don't lose it. Do it for like an hour a day, you know, just even a half hour a day, every morning, Get up, go there, start doing some walking stuff, start doing some like hanging heels on two by four. And then by the time we're all surfing again together, you wouldn't have lost that muscle memory because that's going to be a really interesting to see, thing to see is how many of us have actually lost a lot of what we've gained over the last couple of years. And the last thing I'm going to mention that I think you should do, and this is something that's just coming from my heart. Look. I'm a family man, I have a wife, I have a kid. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed I could stay in a house and in my home and be with them too and have my own little world and it not be very different from what's going on out there. I'm blessed and other people like me are very blessed and fortunate. But there's other friends of ours who are single, who have no one to talk to, person to person, who are gonna be under isolation. Please check in with your single friends. Please check in with them, even if it's to send them a meme, even if it's to send them a text. We have things like FaceTime, we have things like Portal. Please check in with them. I think it's really important because those are the people that are gonna go fucking nuts over this whole thing. And I know I've been making a little bit of an effort. I need to do a better effort of that with my single friends, but just let them know that they're not alone, that we're all together going through this. And at the end of the day, we're all gonna get through this and be better, kinder, more thoughtful people. So that's enough of my Corona rant. rant. Again, I didn't want to focus too much on it, but I had to get that out there. So without further ado, what are we going to do? We're going to get back to the tracks, some beats, some rhymes. Check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace. Coming down. Dedicated to the boys riding slab. I'm banging down the AM, no one looking good. I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that I flip down the amp, you know I'm looking tight These jealous niggas looking at me and my car so shite Wanna take my life and want the jack, but I see all through that Never let these bitch niggas take what's my nigga, never do that Who say he going through a thing when y'all ain't never lied I got a baby, but his mama act like he ain't mine Wicked women, you Children to live on Wanna hurt and try to hate Cause she know the thrill is gone Say man I stopped smoking with haters back in 94 But niggas thinking that a sweet gon' get them through my dope 
And niggas talk a lot of shit in a safe place I know cause he can't look me out of eye when he in my face Now nigga listen to my bitches, see just what I mean Nigga I ride dirty every day but still I shine so clean Glitter and gleam ain't all what it look like So I keep swinging out here clanging trying to live my life I'm passed down the air, no one looking good I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood I'm passed down the air, no one looking good I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood I'm passed down the air, no one looking good I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood I'm passed down the air, no one looking good I'm banging strong, nigga, diamonds up against that wood and see these niggas in days go and coming for me just awake. I know I'm pissed. I grab my sis and split my sister with my thumb. Some of my sweets be tight, now some of my sweets be fucked up. But all of my sweets gon' blow, so killer smoke gets sucked up. I looked up today and didn't fall prey to none of that pistol play. But who is to say tomorrow they won't be blasting this away? I'm buff as blips of hate. Still upset about the drama here at this time of year. I'm wiping away my dead homies, mama tears. She, but naturally, them fucking laws is always after me. So I have to be in that manner on that 503. I'm living dastardly. Must be all about survival. G, these niggas passing me. Streets just keep on getting live with me. They said there has to be another way, but I ain't feeling that. They tried to steal a lack. In my wig, they won't appeal it back. But still, the fact remains it's all about the cane. Swinging bang. Peace to ESG and all the victims of the game. But everything is still the same in my neighborhood Niggas frown when you up and smile when you down And when you change for the better shite fool stop coming around I see the jealousy and hating in the wicked ways We all our children praising paper smoking our life away Got to the point where I could not decipher day from night She say she love me but all we do not is fucking fight My conscience fuck with me so much that I can't eat or sleep the other side of selling dope and out there running the streets And even though I'm gaining street fame Coming from this rap game Lust for thinking and compulsive drinking is a normal thing Some get erased and misplaced trying to win the race Some try to hold on to their place by smoking with lace But sick drugs and plastic thugs ain't gonna change the hood I'm smoking skunk and popping the trunk to make me feel good I'm down the
never underestimate the fashion I hope for the stage whether I'm cooling or thrashing Clocking the concoction created by me When read you read E equals a D-O to the C Knowledge and the talent that my mother had born The heart equals an artist I won't be warned What is that Dre? It's the formula Position. 
I must take on the band by the mission To see a future of unity You and I, you and me Put into motion by the red-headed one Hallelujah, let it be done If you're down, I call upon you What I'm talking about might have just gone on you The ball drops, the clock stops The chains of paradise unlock Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run Prophesize the days to come Time, time to tell, but yeah. for now, my records got to sell. Get the message across, get the music across, get it across without crossing over. I ain't selling out just to get fame, nah. remaining the same till the end of the game. Keeping brothers calm till they understand. It's a master plan. To get had by the man. <laughs> Peace is the power to hold power with mine. Yeah. Power they use to buy my people's gold mine. Yeah. The power they use to say my fingers are trend. Yeah. But as you can see, rock and roll didn't end. By Zulus from a mighty nation Keeping on, keeping on to my destination In the world that revolves on love and hate In days to come, I prophesize fate Smooth and easy, I'ma run it through for y'all Mirror, mirror, who's the mightiest of them all? Now I'ma give y'all the lowdown Judgment day, day of the showdown Who's on the list of life? Not you, cause you was cheating on your wife You wanna make it to heaven, you gotta earn it Change your life around, take it and turn it around Try to make the most of it Is this paradise? Yep Oh, I love it Like my man said before, time will tell Hear the sounds of Gabrielle Shout out no as the clouds start falling Ha <laughs> ha, you shouldn't have been stalling Now you wanna come crying on my shoulder While I'm on my knees praying to Jehovah You never thought it would come, but you was wrong, see? Now you're on the floor begging for mercy Please Brother, it's too late These days to come is your prophesied fate Yes, I wanna scrape it up and down sideways Anywhere I can be rude to you But I'll rap and be cruel to you And eat up 
toy ducks I beat up I am the oven, your brains I wanna heat up Mega, supersonic degrees I come around roasting MCs with fire To burn the toy liar Raw meat, turn the flame higher Cook it, like a fish I hook it For any beat, it's time that I took it Right, correctly to the top With the rhythm and as your head bop I'm hyped, for the critical beatdown My job is stacking them. For every rapper, must I be smacking them once or twice in the face? With rough beats, producing the bass that blow out, cause power to go out. In a spark, I'm ready to flow out like this. Altitude level, reaching forth, stomping every devil in sight. You might just wanna bite my illusions, mental confusions. Your Omar scores up in abusing, losing. Any rapper who follow me, your girl loves me now, she wanna swallow me. Back up, move on to the real. When I'm on, the stage should be clear. Speaking, going ear to ear. Places far, ducks would appear for the countdown. So you wait to rhyme and twist. Stuttering, uttering, parquet margarine, everything buttering. Another thing, you should have been a muppet. A toy boy, a thin string puppet. I'm taking titles, the punks better up it to me. Said G on the mic, and I'm hyped for the critical beatdown. Here's the K, combine the double O Swinging the L, I'm ready to go As Keith, rap general chief executive Plus exquisitive mandatory Capital statements I am the teacher, preaching what makes sense Class, you wasn't able to pass For any germ or lice who come last I'm boric, high computing asset Get off the mic and won't you please pass it to me 412 check Give me a pound and lots of respect No hands, you're disappointing my fans You're on reverb and talking through cans Hello, how are you doing? I come to wreck and parties I ruin with rhymes Pumping up smoke These are advances making them choke and cough up The hard-headed I saw from Spongy Then after that drink a dungeon Roll the cess, the Buddha with the gungee Puff up, while I make tough stuff up I'm cool, keep cold, ripping them seeds I'm hyped for the critical beatdown Me to that hydro smoke, and I took one toe. Yo, I almost choked. 
See, I never smoked before, so my nerves got shot. Then he told me about the party at the spot jam rock. It was guaranteed on, but I said, son, chill. There's a joint around the way that's supposed to be real. Word. He said, we got all day, so we gonna do it right. Hit your man's joint first and jam rock it one night. Then I said, all right. Then I hopped inside the jetty, let me take a shower, I'm sweaty. And then I'll be ready. Tonight is the night I get my groove on steady. And get my drink on with that Ford name Betty. I went upstairs to get fly, smoke my tie, drunk some liquor to meet my hot quicker. Now I'm tight simo, the party is the MO. Me and my crew, we get it started like a demo. 11 in the evening, I'm feeling like a heathen. This thing is going down and I hollies out, I'm leaving booty cheeks, heart emotion. And the kids was drinking potion, word is born, that black moon joint got me open. Yo, the DJ put the script through on that good shit that made the kid lose the script. Blend around the set of topping. Got these shorties topping. Number copping. Ain't no stopping me now. You won't bound to win. Till that thing kicked in. The Alize had me stuck. I don't know where to begin. Again, again, again. episode 59 of the bodega border crew podcast i don't know why i said it that way i don't know i'm just having a little fun now uh but anyway let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega border crew podcast make sure to check us out on instagram at bodega border crew make sure to check our page bodegabordercrew.com where we have merch we have a bunch of other stuff videos we're gonna put a lot of stuff up there also make sure to check out this episode description for track listings and links to things that we're talking about especially the short takes. This week's first short take we have is a video that popped up, well, that our homeboy Ryan from Lograb put out called Analog Mogul, which is very much a Lograb production. I think it's like six, seven, eight minutes long, something like that. It was on Instagram TV, but he also put it on YouTube. Go check it out. We got David, we got Tosh, we got Saxon, we got some Joel stuff, we got Hallie, we got Kai, we got Blake Michaels, we got a bunch of people. It's a very classic log rap edit. I love it. I believe that David did the artwork for it, which is kind of cool, seeing him do a bunch of bubble letters. Check it out, we have a link to it. The second video I have is a video that Dan Surf videos 
did for Kai Salas Longboard Company. So Dan Surf videos, if you don't know, he shoots a lot of stuff all over Oahu, shortboard, longboard, but he's mostly been surf shooting a lot of longboard stuff. Hanu, Kira, and Kai Salas. And this is a video he made for Kai Salas that has Johnny the Ripper and Kai Salas on it promoting Kai's longboard company. Kai is an amazing surfer. He actually did very well at the first stop of the WSL tour, and I see him as being one of the primary competitors on it. Uh, so we have a link to it. Make sure to check it out. Kind of reminds us of when uh, it's a lot more fun to surf when it's nice and no wetsuits and that kind of thing. The last short take is a video by Hunter Resco called Postcode Envy. And it's basically a bunch of people surfing all different Thomas surfboards, uh, surfboards, Thomas surfboards, surfboards, yeah, boards by Thomas Beckson. I have one. Anyone who's ridden one know they are probably the most superior longboards out there. They're very, how can I explain it? They're very tailored to what you want to do, if that makes sense. You know, they're. I don't think their boards are about an all-in-one solution. I think their boards are very much like to the rider, and that's why there's so many different models. And this amazing clip that has Saxon Wilson, Zy Norris, Harry Roach, Sierra Letterback, and a bunch of other people surfing in Australia and showing you what these boards do. And again, I love Thomas. Thomas is our homeboy, uh, great supporter of Bodega Border Crew. And I think you guys should all check out this video and hope you guys enjoy. But that's it for this episode, episode 59. Well, we're 59 deep. Uh, thank you for joining us. I definitely think we're going to be having more episodes, more stuff, more content. So one of the pieces of content that I want to talk about is this thing that Worm and I will be start start doing. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but it's called Wednesdays with Worm. And it'll be a 20 minute to half hour discussion of two topics her and I will be discussing on Instagram Live. And we'll let you guys know when that's going to come up. I think, again, it's something that we're trying to do here as content producers, put out as much content for you guys and the surfing community. The other thing too is we're doing a re uh, a cleanup of Jetty Blue 100s and originally the plan was for us to do a premiere here in California in April. Obviously that's not going to happen so we're going to think about depending on how things go through April, we might do an online release of like 24 hours where it's available for 24 hours somewhere and then take it down really fast. So keep an eye out for that. We want that to come out so bad. It's so annoying. We should, you know, just to have this happen at this time. But anyway, lots of stuff going on. As long as you guys are safe out there and you can talk to each other and you could communicate to each other and just know, look, we're not alone in this. Whether this thing takes a month, whether it takes three or four months, at the end of the day, we're in it all together. So please, whatever you do, make sure you practice social distancing. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you follow everything that's going on. Don't be panic buying. Don't be paranoid. Don't think it's the end of the world. This is just something we in our lifetime have to go through. Our Relatives and ancestors have had to go through a lot worse. And I think we have technology that will allow us to get through it and get through it being better people. So just be kind to each other, be friendly to each other online, talk to each other, pick up the phone, a voice, a meme, whatever it is. But just know we'll be here producing content. We got your back and we'll see you out there. Peace.
20, 15 are rolled to North Shore. I was one of the first 20, 15 are rolled to North Shore. I was one of the first 20, 15 are rolled to North Shore. My whole life, this is way I drop into. Set the whole thing up, pull up the bottom turn, pull up into it, and shoot for my life. <laughs> Going for broke, man. And behind me, all of the shit goes over my back. I was one of the first 20, 15 to roll the North Shore. I was one of the first 20, 15 to roll the North Shore. I was one of the first 20, 15 to roll the North Shore. Some magazine they're pretending to be. 